through the dozens of virtual keynotes I've been doing since the pandemic hit, along with the work that I do for this show, How I Work, I get a lot of questions about my setup. People ask me things like, why is your image so clear? Where do you record your podcast interviews from? Why do you sound like you're in a professional recording studio? So the answer to all of these questions is that I have a dad who is an electrical engineer and a computer programmer and does a hell of a lot of research to tell me what to buy and how to set it up. So today I want to take you through the key bits of equipment in my home office and how I have created what for me is the ultimate home office setup. My name is Dr. Amantha Imba. I'm an organizational psychologist and founder of behavioral science consultancy Inventium. And this is How I Work, a show about how to help you do your best work. So for context for this episode, I should add that as of January 2021, Inventium, my organization, officially became a remote first organization. So we made this decision midway through 2020, and since then, I've gradually been improving my home office setup. So while I don't recommend that you need to mirror my exact setup, because that would be overkill for the average at-home worker, there might be a few things here to take inspiration from. Okay, first up is my computer, which is an iMac with a 27-inch monitor. So for the last decade of my working life, I have been a very loyal MacBook laptop user, oscillating between 13 and 12 inch screens. I needed my computer to be portable as my pre-COVID schedule required me to travel once or twice every fortnight, either interstate or overseas. And I like to travel light. But since the pandemic hit and all my commitments moved to being virtual, I decided that it was time to think about investing in a real computer. So I use a iMac 27 inch. And now that I've been using it for the better part of a year, I would really struggle to switch back to a laptop. And on the rare occasions where I do so, I may be on the move or working outside of my home, It is bizarre how difficult I find it to make that transition back. So my iMac is super fast and super big. And even though most of my work involves writing or speaking, as opposed to work that traditionally benefits from a large screen and fast processor like graphic design or video editing, it has been a game changer. I love being able to fill the huge screen with a Word document or a keynote file. The next thing that's part of my setup is a Dell 27-inch 4K monitor. So this was another computer-related game changer for me, moving to a two-screen setup. I used to think that the two-screen setup or even a three-screen setup was just for video editor types and those finance folk who seem to require having 15 spreadsheets up at the one time. But no, it is for people like me too. It has dramatically reduced the amount of command tabbing that I do and is also very helpful for virtual keynotes so that I can see my slides as well as my speaker notes at the same time. Okay, next on the list is a Canon XA20 video camera. And I do link to all these in the show notes, FYI. So I've experimented with a few webcams this year, such as the Logitech Brio, which was pretty good, and the Huddlecam HD Pro, 
which was good, but I found it almost impossible to get the color mix right. And then after being inspired by Job Vandervoort's setup, who I had on the show a few months ago, I asked my dad if he could hook up his Canon video camera, the XA20, into my computer, which I tended to just use the Canon video camera for filming online training videos. So again, this has been awesome. What I particularly love is that I can be in focus in the foreground when I use this video camera while my background looks blurry, which I think looks super profesh. Okay, I also use an Elgato CamLink 4K, which is the device that turns the video camera into a webcam. Very important, although slightly boring, but important. All right, next is the Shure KSM8 dynamic microphone. So I own two of these beautiful microphones, which I purchased nearly three years ago when I started the How I Work podcast. So if you are looking for a high-end-ish microphone, I recommend going to a shop and trying out a few. So I've learned that different microphones actually sound better for different voices. So in that sense, reviews online only get you so far. So there were some mics that came highly recommended, but I just didn't like the tone they produced with my voice. But I do love these Shure microphones. Now, I should add that this mic is overkill if you're only using it for meetings. But if you're looking for something in between the quality of an inbuilt mic in your laptop uh, or um, on your AirPods, I did love the Blue Yeti, which I used for a few months before I merged my home podcast studio with my work computer setup. Okay, I also use a Focusrite Scarlett 2 2i2, which is the device that connects the mic to the computer. Next up, one of my favorite pieces of equipment is the Sound Devices Mix Pre 6. So I learned my lesson the hard way about recording backup audio for all podcast interviews, as I think many podcast uh, interviewers do. I now use the Mix Pre 6 for recording backups of all my interviews. And back in the days where I could actually interview my How I Work guests in person, I would take the Mix Pre 6 out as my portable recording device. It is amazing at cutting out background noise and is super simple to use. All right, next up is lights, and I use the Elgato Keylight Air, and I've got a couple of those. So over the last 12 months, I've experimented with a few various ring lights, which ended up being really tricky to position and also annoying to look at. So the Elgato Keylight Airs was a great solution. I've got two of them, and they sit either side of my computer. So this gives me even lighting for virtual keynotes and meetings because the, the lighting is coming from the side. And as a very important bonus, they are not shining right in my eyes because they are set to the side. So that's awesome. Now, I also love uh, my controller, which is an Elgato Stream Deck. It is a little device that sits in front of my keyboard that lets me program in various shortcuts that I can do with the touch of a button. So for example, if I wanna switch on my lights, instead of having to go into the app, which has the remote control on my phone, I can simply hit one button on my Elgato Stream Deck. And if I wanna open up my calendar, for example, I just press one button. If I wanna open up a specific page on a website, such as Inventium's events page, again, I can program the Stream Deck to do just that at the touch of a button. Okay, a couple of more recent additions. Uh, one is the Glide Gear Teleprompter Stand. So a pet hate of mine and probably of millions of Zoom, MS Teams, WebEx, and so on uh, users around the world is that you can't actually 
look at the person like on the other side of the screen, on the other side of your virtual meeting and make direct eye contact with them at the same time because the computer pro, uh, the computer camera is located in a different spot to their image on the screen. This is so annoying. So enter the GlideGear TMP100 teleprompter stand, which I've attached to my video camera with a Lilliput 11 inch monitor. So this allows me to actually make eye contact with people in video calls while I look directly at the screen uh, and look at them on the screen. It's a game changer. It's so good. Now, finally, I have invested in a lifespan fitness treadmill desk. So I've been wanting to get a treadmill desk for a while and I finally did it. It comes with a standing desk and I use it to work from at least a few times a day and I'll walk slowly while doing my work so I don't fall over. And I also use it for phone meetings so that I can take notes while uh, I'm chatting on the phone. And this helps me effortlessly get to 10,000 steps every day without fail. So that's my home office setup and that is it for today's show. If you've been loving how I work and require something else for your podcast fix, you might also enjoy Mamma Mia's latest season of Lady Startup Stories hosted by Georgia Love, who you might remember from The Bachelorette. Every week, female entrepreneurs from across Australia and abroad sit down with Georgia to talk about how they built their businesses. Recently, Georgia was joined by sisters and co-founders Hannah and Rachel Vasicek. I hope I pronounced that correctly. The ladies behind popular jewellery label Francesca. They chat about growing their business from a market stall to a flagship, as well as what it's really like to work with your family. Have a little listen to these sisters. I remember I was doing cash flow forecasts back then being like, how long can I survive? <laughs> but, you know, some days you'd get someone come in and spend a couple of hundred dollars, three or four hundred dollars, and I'd be able to breathe again, you know. And we started getting really busy that Christmas and it's almost like we'd started nurturing this customer base and everyone wanted to support the local business. And it's funny, like I didn't even have enough money to have extra stock made. We would literally have stock out and then when we'd close the store, we'd go upstairs and make more stock and put it out for the next day. <laughs> oh, my God. So you're still hand-making it all yourselves at this point? Yeah, we handmade everything. I'd probably say 95% of the stock we handmade. You can listen to Lady Startup Stories with Georgia Love wherever you get your podcasts. And that is it for today, and I'll see you next time. <laughs>